I made a meatloaf uh, earlier, and I, I took the recipe out of a out of a book. But the only blender we had in the house was a Nutribullet. So basically, right. basically, I had liquid, yeah, <laughs> liquid, yeah, liquid pork and, and and beef mince. <laughs> Let me tell you, it was an interesting dinner. Did you eat it? Yeah, man, it was nice. Drink it. it was actually really nice. <laughs> Welcome back. This is the Long Snapper Pod, uh, and I'm joined by Doug, Adam, and Mark. How are we doing, boys? All good. good. All gravy. Sweet. Let's crack straight on. Um, if you've listened before, well done. And you know, right now, we're about to do a quiz. If you haven't listened before, make sure that you hit us up on all of our social media Twitter, Long Snap Pod. The Facebook group, Long Snapper Pod. Uh, subscribe and get us on SoundCloud, Long Snapper Podcast, um, and hit us up on iTunes. And we need a review in that. So, uh, so do it. This stuff is golden. You're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, this week, I got the quiz, uh, mainly because I keep Here dominating. we go. Here we go. Here's a comment about <laughs> how I fucking win every week. I keep <laughs> dominating. <laughs> Last week was impressive. You won, you won by one point last week. Whatever, still, it was, one, it was, one pre- nah, two points, blood. One you got point. six, I got one eight. Don't try I got, it. I got two. seven. Go back no, and didn't. count. Go back and you count. Six. I got seven. I'll tell you, I'm pretty tell you sure what. You, his words were, I got six. I'm happy with that, boys. Don't yeah, try but, it, mate. But then I, then I listened back and I actually got seven. <laughs> you can't, you can't take Adam's counting for granted. Right, right. This, this is, this is yesterday's WhatsApp conversation all over again, live on the pod. Yeah. Just, just arguing about old quizzes. All we know, all we know for a fact is that I'm dominating. So I'm going to give everyone a little bit of a chance. I've done the questions. Unfortunately, uh, I couldn't make it fit like a game show thing. So I'm already going to, I'm going to put it out there and say I'm not. This isn't going to be the best quiz. <laughs> <laughs> very, much, very much a question and answer thing. Yeah. <laughs> very much oh, so. Right, good, good. We've been said. setting the bar too high lately. Let's bring it down. Yeah, Listen, quiz. if it comes yeah, in at yeah. under 20 minutes, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Minimal editing. <laughs> All right, so we're going to crack straight on. And I'm going to randomly select someone. It's a game of a luck. Uh, if you... Shane Get Martin's not first. in, Yeah, well, <laughs> Martin does permanently have a rabbit's foot stuck up his arsehole. So I think you guys are in luck, but he's not here. Whoever gets pulled out first gets first choice. <laughs> uh, oh, Mark, you've got lucky. Would you like the questions to regard quarterbacks, running backs, or wide receivers? Oh, man, I'll go for quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. Each of you will have five questions. If there's an out-and-out winner, then so be it. If not, there is one bonus question within each of your five, and that will be the decider. Cool? Cool. Mark, you got it on QBs. First question. First quarterback to reach 25,000 yards. I'm 
trying to think if this will be old school or someone more recent. God, I don't know. Could be anybody. Dan Marino. <laughs> Answer is Matthew Stafford. Unlucky. No way. No way. What? Yeah. 100%. No way is he the first quarterback to reach 25,000 yards. A bit of live. Oh, maybe it's 2,000. Maybe it's 2,500. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a different question altogether. <laughs> and is that this? Wow. What? what? <laughs> boys. <laughs> boys. What can, I, what can I say? Wow. <laughs> right. Quick edit. Anybody can win this. <laughs> Quick edit. <laughs> You'll all have four questions. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, we'll start with you. Please leave all this in. Please, please. Well, it's not going anywhere. This. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> okay. Mark, yeah. we'll start with you. Oh fuck! I'm really worried. I've about got. I've got a question. Now. How how many weeks until Greg Craig does his next quiz? <laughs> if he ever does. I think the under overs at like sixty, isn't it, or something? <laughs> All right. Well, go. Good, good luck, everybody. Just, just <laughs> answer his next really, five questions. Jesus. I'm so I'm I'm really concerned because a lot of this information was from one place. And <laughs> 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 the question. <laughs> so, so we're gonna we're gonna crack on. We're gonna crack. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> of these of these QBs, Stafford, Winston. And Mariota, who did not throw for five touchdowns and passes in a single game during their rookie season. And I'm going to put a 30 seconds time on each question, and that starts now. Uh, Winston. No, the answer is Mariota. I thought he did in his very first game. He didn't. Oh, fair and enough. I, I don't want to question the legitimacy of the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I well, don't I thought, think that's he, ever in doubt, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in one of his one of his first games, and um, Adam will yeah, yeah. me. Yeah, he, he, I think Craig's right. He may have he possibly threw four. Um, it was actually against Winston in his very first game at Tampa. Uh, yeah, yeah, because Winston had a stinker, didn't he? Yeah, I remember. All right, fair enough. Ah, uh, good. <laughs> so, second question. Who, who knows? There's an, there's an asterisk against all of this, but you know, it's fine. We'll carry on. <laughs> During college, where did Russell Wilson play before Wisconsin? Oh, man. Um, and the time starts now. I know this as well. Um, I, I, I can't remember. It's, no, I can't remember. Sorry. Move on. And the answer is NC State. You're having a bit of a stinker, mate. It is. Well, yeah. Not much I could have done about the first question, but there we go. <laughs> There were only four. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, <obviously. laughs> let the record state. Okay, here is your bonus question. It is a two-part question. Firstly, which quarterback orchestrated the largest playoff comeback in NFL history? Oh, piss off. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I may have inadvertently given you a clue, but I don't, I don't think you needed it. Yeah, it's the, I can't, my, my name's gone blank. It's the Bills guy. Um... Uh, I think it's Frank Reich. No. You don't get no points, but go on, Adam. I, I, I was going to say Frank Reich. Oh, really? No. The answer is actually Andrew Luck. Oh, in that game. Oh, and yeah. It was, it was uh, game against the Chiefs, was it? 
Yeah. Right, oh. so the bonus question is... Well, you got it wrong, so you can't actually get the bonus, so we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> However, luck brought them back 38-10 down in the third, uh, and the Colts went on to win 45-44. 38-10 down? Because yep. the Oilers were 35-3 up. Yeah in that game yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure that I've read because it was only it was like it, it was a couple of the hit the um, anniversary of it was a couple of days ago and it was still referred to as the listen to I don't the like all the questions <laughs> oh, we don't like the questions either mate <laughs> yeah. yeah it was against the Oilers <laughs> what was the score did you say of that one listen it, I'm just taking it, the facts the internet says the oh. internet says there are oh. when has the internet ever been wrong about anything <laughs> never are you, are you uh, never from Wikipedia. <laughs> no, not Wikipedia. I love something much less accurate. www.bullshitnflstats.com So I'm sticking with I'm sticking with Frank Wright's being no, I'm having it. I, <laughs> the reason being is obviously the 38, I'm assuming, but whatever. Right. How many quarterbacks have exactly two Super Bowl rings? Five. The answer is three quarterbacks have exactly two rings. So how many Eli points Payton, get? Eli Payton and John Hay. <laughs> Mark, how many, how many Mark, points did Mark, I get? Or how many Mark, points were actually? How many points should I have had? Mark's putting up zero. Mark's putting up zero. The bagel. I will. I'll, 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 I'll give you this. I'll give you this, Mark. The questions aren't going to improve, so. <laughs> it's, it's 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 based on pointless. The fewer points you score, <laughs> the, the more credit you get. Yeah, clearly. Right, we're going to move on. And next up is Dougie. Dougie, wide receiver or running back? I will have running back. Running back. Expect four questions about defensive ends. <laughs> 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 boys, boys, I, I just, I've just Googled it. Largest playoff comeback in NFL history between the Buffalo Bills and the Houston Oilers on January no! 1993. I'm not having that. Features I like recovering from a 32-point deficit. All, all I can say is I may have copied down the information wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and it remains... How do you spell Frank of, Reich? A-N-D-R-E-W. And as of January 2017, Listen. it remains the largest comeback in NFL history. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Craig, I'm, I'm, intro- I'm, I'm desperate luck, to hear Dougie. these questions. <laughs> so let's, let's just see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Good luck, everybody. Right. <laughs> Who had more rushing yards after their first four seasons? Eric Dixon, L. Campbell, Barry Sanders... Terrell Davis. Uh, Barry Sanders. No. The answer is Eric Dixon, and I'm confident in that one. Mm. I'll tell you Next. what, there's going to be an awful lot of uh, uh, in this yeah. quiz, isn't there? You don't need the other sound effects. <laughs> no, there's, 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 the questions are gettable. I'm surprised you missed some of the QB ones, and we, all, we already know that at least one was wrong. So don't, don't feel too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll deal with it. Doug. Who led the the league in rushing four times between 1991 and 1995? Oh, that, that's got to be Barry Sanders, right? <laughs> Emmett Smith. I was going to say it could be Emmett Smith. Yeah, Emmett yeah, in that era, yeah. 
first run to score more than 30 touchdowns in a season. That's a lot. That's a lot. I was surprised by this one. There's only one that I could think of here. Adrian Peterson? <laughs> no. I was thought, is it, is it Ladanian? It is. LT. Yeah. The bonus would have been... Can, <laughs> Could you could you get what you, you didn't did make it? it clear that that was my bonus? <laughs> it makes no difference, does it? If well, it I does said now, I'd have tried harder. Right. Would, no. would, you, would you have thought harder? Yeah. <laughs> 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 bonus for the year. Um, oh, there's Dougie's question in it. <laughs> All right, for Bants for the year. Two thousand and two. Two thousand five. Two thousand and six. Unlucky. Although it could be the 2005-2006 season, who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who, literally, who knows? 1997 it is. <laughs> First running back to rush for over 2,000 yards in a single season. That was um, Juice. It was indeed. Doug, he's on the board. Whee. Leading OJ, who did not kill his missus. Alleg- <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Only player in the 20th century to lead the NFL in rushing yards over five consecutive seasons. What the Gale say is Walter Payton? No, the answer is Jim Brown. Ah, it was either Jim Brown or Walter Payton, wasn't it? Well, it was you're Jim leading Brown. though, Doug. Yeah. You're, wow. le- you're leading, you're leading and, uh, and Mark's going to have a legitimate gripe. So Adam, to... Save the Adam, please get the first two questions right because Save we're an hour and 46 minutes into this podcast already. <laughs> and I was so sure it was done at 20. Adam, are you ready? You um, have been left yeah. with the a genre of wide receivers, which I think are, you know, achievable questions. Here we go. Most receiving yards in a single season. Jerry Rice. <laughs> Megatron. Uh, yeah. Tio once set a single game record for receptions in 2000 against the Bears with 20 receptions. Who broke this record? <sighs> it's a guessing game, really. Um, Des Bryant. Keenan Allen. The answer is Brandon. Oh, who, what did you say? Keenan Allen. No, no, no. It was Brandon Marshall with 21. It was this season, wasn't it? No, it's 2009. I'm, I'm sure Keenan Allen... That for the Bears. I'm sure Keenan no, Allen had a game this year where he had like 25 or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, possibly. <laughs> I'm on it, I'm on it. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do it at like... Has anyone seen Pardon the Interruption? <laughs> but they do the live mistakes at the end it's brilliant next question Adam uh, yeah. who has the record for rookie receiving touchdowns another guess Mike Evans <laughs> oh, I thought this one was gettable boys what was the question again Odell uh, rookie, rookie re- no most touchdowns in a rookie season uh out Don't know. Nope, no idea. Oh, Randy Moss. Oh, Randy Moss. Okay. Yeah. Only wide out drafted with the first overall pick in the 1990s. Mm. Oh, 
it's not a, it's not leaping out at me. Um, Tory Holt, don't know. And the answer is Keyshawn Johnson to the oh, Jets. What a what a dick. Well, no, to the Bucks. <laughs> the Bucks or the Jets? Jets. Yeah. Bucks. I think it, I think Bucks. it was the Bucks. Oh, he uh, he moved to the Bucks. No, he moved to the Jets. Um. But... Or did he move to the Bucks? I think he moved Who to cares? the Bucks because How many points had he a, got? an issue with him. Oh. How many That's points so, he got? What, what that, what that, what that I, I won pointless. Is, <laughs> is, <laughs> mark. is with a fat one. <laughs> Doug, get some music. I've got to say I'm disappointed with it. That was As absolutely the worst quiz we've ever had. And I've taken no satisfaction in winning that. <laughs> it could be just about the funniest quiz we've ever had. <laughs> oh, mate, honestly. Basically, Craig nice. wrote down some questions and then made the answers up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but- Keyshawn Johnson sounds right. I'll put that down. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, well, because if well. you don't know the answer, you could believe it. Yeah, uh, true. Yeah, I could believe it's Keyshawn Johnson. I, I believed it. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's uh, let's move on from a a, a quality and credible um, quiz. The following is a production of the Long Snapper Pod Improv Theatre. Adam, yes, Craig. So I've been sitting at home. And I've been realising there's, there's just a void in my life. And that void is a lack of sports-related, even NFL-type... Now, this is a term you might not be familiar with. Bants? How do you spell Bants? Well, funny you should ask. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what are we doing here? Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. I've, sorry, I've, I've just overheard this conversation, guys, and I noticed that you're struggling with the, the spelling of bants. Um, <laughs> now, there are several ways of spelling it, but in my experience, the, the proper and only way of spelling it is how uh, the boys over at Long Snap Pod spell it, which is B-A-N-T-Z. Do you know where you can find sorry, the boys, Long Snap Pod, guys? Sorry, boys, I was asleep there just catching some Z's. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> what were we oh, talking about? <laughs> so, so if you want this comedy gold weekly in your earrings, check us out at Long Snap Pod. Mark, you got a Twitter? Uh, yeah, this is Sparky S. Come find me. No bants at all, just whinging. <laughs> Doug, you got a Twitter? Yeah, it's not racist. It's at Chinese underscore Lensman. Probably racist. Adam, you got a Twitter? <laughs> It's not racist, it's a fact. Uh, my, <laughs> mine is A.D. Foxcroft. Uh, you can get, you can get <laughs> at Edmunds162. Right. <laughs> also Moving on Why 162? Do you know what? I'll tell you, God's the truth, yeah? When I was like 13 or 14, I had a bird and all of her passwords and shit were 162. Like, I didn't really, I wasn't really on the internet and that. And she set up all my, like, you know, the Dynamo thing. So she put her password in your username. No, no. It just meant I could remember it. So it is literally everything. It's part of my passwords. So do you still know this girl? No, we don't talk. So you could bust into all of her passwords. (laughs) Because her email is going to be dot dot at something or other, isn't it? And then just 162 is a password. 
You could rinse Brilliant. their bank accounts. You give a, you encouraging me to break the law and commit yeah. fraud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a production by the Long Snapper Podcast Improv Troupe. Thanks. That's Max with a Z. Uh, <laughs> we do not disappoint. We deliver. So. What wasn't Bants with a Z was Wild Card Weekend. A little bit flat, a little bit disappointing. Yeah. Average winning margin across the games of 19 points. Not much excitement to be found there. It was the worst wild card. It was the worst weekend of football I can remember since pre-season week one. Yeah. What was uh, disappointing be... was I, I specifically sat down to watch all four games in their entirety, every single one of them except for like tiny little pieces of some of them was gash and yeah I didn't make it to the end of a single game I I in fact turned every game off just about three or four minutes into the third quarter I couldn't make it through them they were they were just so one-sided and and uninspiring and 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 the the biscuit had to be that that um Oakland Houston game that that was just shocking it was a bad start, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, Houston Houston have won that game. They are now in the divisional round of the playoffs. And I, I, I defy you to think of a worse team to reach that stage of the postseason ever. Well, we're talking about Houston and they say defence wins championships. It's a very old age uh, adage of the NFL. Um, and, you know, we talked about it last week. We proclaimed... Houston, one of, if not the worst team to make the playoffs. However, when you saw them play, did we see them getting past the beating up Oakland team, uh, which we thought we, you know, we kind of expected that to happen? Or, or um, but did we expect them to look as good, certainly from a defensive standpoint, as they did? Uh, Houston, just a shit team who happened to come up against a team who ravaged with injuries, or have they got, which you know, statistically one of the best defences in the league who could, you know, go deep. It falls their way. Who knows? I think statistically they are the best defence in football and they they clearly got lucky. The Raiders deserve better than this. Um, and, but Jadavian Clown, Clowney and Whitney Merciless were amazing in the game. The, defensively, they were outstanding and Connor Cook didn't stand a chance. What I didn't expect necessarily was... Brock Osweiler actually playing relatively mistake-free football. And what pissed me off the most is that he started to find fucking DeAndre Hopkins after the fantasy season's finished. (laughs) Cheers, pal. Um, Yeah, look, they they look better than I thought they were going to, but they they came up against the Raiders team that knew they were going to lose. They, to me, looked like they knew they were going into that game and they were on hiding to nothing. And they've known since the second that Derek Carr went down injured. I've, I've watched too much of the AFC South this week to believe in Houston. I think that the Raiders, you know, it it would have been different had Derek Carr been there for sure. Um, but Connor Cook was like a rabbit in headlights. He probably, I'm not saying their their defense isn't decent. Obviously, the stats are there, um, and they were getting pressure. But part of that was self inflicted um, by the by the Raiders, I think. And I just think that Houston are going to get a pounding this week. Absolute pounding. 
they're the best team in foot. They're the best defense in football because they played the Colts, the Jags, <clears throat> the Bengals, the Titans, the Lions, the the Broncos. They played fair teams. Point. A fair point. You know, yeah. the only decent team that or defense. Oh, they played the Chiefs as well. You know, who aren't exactly a top scoring offense. They played the Bears. I mean, who did they play? Who did they well, play did they to play, show? Didn't they play? Didn't they play the Patriots? They get like the bagel. they got bageled by the Patriots. They got. Yeah. Um, they had the NFC North and the AFC West as the divisions that they played, like the entire division. Yeah, I, it was just you know, look, they, the the Patriots will probably bench uh, Tom Brady with nine minutes to go in the third quarter. That oh, game, there's your bold, there's your bold prediction. That game is uh, going to uh, be uh, over yeah. by the end of the first. Well, they and, won't bench Brady because they'll try and run up the score because that's what Belichick does. <laughs> right. why why rest Brady and only win by 50 points when you could go for 70 <laughs> there, there was I mean, a sorry Craig there was a very clear formula from from the uh, fr- from the Texans for this game basically it was get out in front and make Connor Cook throw the football now if you watch that game the shackles were on Connor Cook from the start so they they basically ha- hamstrung themselves because in in ring fencing what Connor Cook could do they they basically said well we'll stack the box because if all you're going to do is throw swing passes we'll stack the box so you can't run so then you're forced to pass so they were forced to pass and by the time that happened he'd given away an interception there'd been a fumble they'd scored two touchdowns and they were out of sight because then he had to pass and they knew what to do they you know just put five five in nickel coverage Connor Cook's not going to beat you so let's consider let's consider the Patriots and we you know it's going to be a different a different kettle of fish obviously this weekend, but they've got two very good corners on the back end. They have an emerging, uh, an improving, ever improving linebacker in Merciless, and they got, I, I mean, Jadavion Clowney, you know, was so hyped coming into the league. Two years of injuries, he has looked unstoppable and you there was times you know fair enough and Oakland's O-line was beaten up but there were times when he doesn't even look like he's trying and he's just moving man out of the way flying he's making he's passing the O-lineman passing the quarterback to make the tackle on the running back I mean you're talking about a truly good athlete uh, exceptional elite athlete if you can stop the run against the Patriots and you can pressure Brady and you're not going to be in the, get beaten in the first, you know, three to five seconds of the play because your corners are doing their job. Could it be a, lo- a long night for New England? Could, could, could this be a challenge? No, I think, I think it might be harder than everyone seems to think. But I, it's going to be one of those where it's probably closer than you think, up to about the third quarter, and then they'll end up winning by twenty odd points. I, I'd be, I'd be surprised. It will be if the Texans win this. I think it will probably be the biggest shock I have ever seen in an NFL game. There is the spreads is fifteen and a half points, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, how often does it go over fourteen? I mean, I, I I'll, get, I'll give you a formula whereby the Patriots lose this football game. Yeah. No, me neither. Can't see it. One positive I can give you is that that's the only game of the four that's on in the middle of the night, our time. Ah, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is that. 
Sorry, sorry, I'm, I'm going to Craig. Sorry, I yeah. just want to talk a little bit more about that Raiders Houston game because Houston didn't win that game as much as <clears throat> as much as uh, the the Tex, uh, as as much as the Raiders gave it away. They and and it, it's been picking at me all week. The Raiders were so bold in their play calling all season, and with the with their season on the line, lose you out. They bottled it up. If Connor Cook's going to go down, and he went down a lot, why not go out swinging? He went down with a whimper. That whole coaching team needs to have a long, hard look at themselves because if it happens again next year, they're going to be in exactly the same spot. And that's would, no would way Connor to Cook win. Have all the, would he have the whole playbook, though? Would he, with the preparation my, that he gets, like as a week, but my point, is he going to be able to, my, to do all of that? Yeah, but my point is, what does he it matter? He could throw a screen, could he? What, what is it, yeah, but what does it matter? Give him the whole playbook, and at least you've gone down swinging. I think one of the things it's losing you out. It doesn't out. matter if he can't do it. One I of wonder, the things I, that yeah. stood out for me in that game was actually I was surprised that the Raiders' defense couldn't do more to stifle the Texans' offense, and I think that played a good part. I don't. I mean, he still had a decent game, but Khalil Mack certainly wasn't the destructive force that we've seen him be all year. Uh, I think he had a bad pass, maybe a sack, and, and that was, was just on the much. field too much. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 exactly. I, I, I'm. I don't. I think it's harsh laying the blame at a third string. I'm not. No, no, Craig, you're misreading first, me. I'm not. First. I'm not blaming Connor Cook in any way. I'm blaming the coaching staff for not having the balls to say, "Look, he's a third string quarterback. We're not going to give him the full playbook." Well, why not? What benefit but does it serve to go down with a whimper? You're asking him to to make the big throws and to make the tough reads. And that's the thing. Derek Carr's, yeah, you know, a young quarterback making reads at the line. That's what you've been doing. But the doing opposition all year. know that. Ask a third string quarterback to do that. You essentially. I, I get, I wonder if there's a bit of it where, because the, the Raiders coaching staff looked at it and thought, we haven't got a lot of time to prepare. Let's give him an amount of plays. Let's let him just manage the game because maybe they thought we're going to have enough anyway to get past what was a pretty crap Texans team. So let's see what we can do and then let's wing it out if we get to the next game after that. Maybe they thought they would have enough. They, as it turns out, the Texans just played better than they thought they were going to play. And he just never looked comfortable. He never settled into a rhythm. I think that's the type of game when you start off with, you know, handing, out, handing the ball off for your stretch praise and maybe hitting a quick screen here and there and a short pass and get him comfortable. And then second half, say, open it up. He never settled. And it's tough for a coach to, 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 to give him that responsibility if he just looks so flustered. But but if the coach is transmitting that he doesn't trust the bloke to be able to do it, that's going to rub off on a third-string quarterback. Yeah. If they give him the play, but he, he maybe he thinks, well, fuck me, these guys actually trust me, I, you know. But going or maybe into, he crumbles. Going into the, yeah, but what does it matter? What does it matter? Because if he, if he crumbles, you're out anyway. And what, what they did was go out throwing swing passes. And when it was too late, they were throwing the ball down the field and he actually made some plays. I think I tweeted... <laughs> He hit, I think he hit, um, oh, not Crabtree, the other, not, not, uh, their third string receiver. He hit, not Cooper. Um, I know the one you mean. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember his name. Yeah, but he hit him down the sideline on a long play. And I tweeted, um, you know, they're they're 21 points down or whatever. And finally they've taken the the brakes off. But I mean, he he threw a pick the next play, but whatever. Um, (laughs) You know, the fact is that they went out with a whimper and, and, if you're in a situation I, whereby you start us yeah. out, just go down swinging, man. There's, what's the point? 
if you're going to lose, you're going to lose. If you think you're going to lose with your third stringer, go out swinging. I think they knew they were going to lose. As soon as Derek Carr went down, they were they, they knew their season was done and they played like a team who knew their season was done. So we're giving them no hope in the next round. Um, I'm giving them a puncher's chance. I think that if you can hit Brady early, preferably in the knee, uh, it might, it might, it might, it might have a different, it might have a bit of an unexpected result. We, we can, we can only hope. It was, it, but it wasn't Brady they were playing when, um, when they bageled them earlier on in the season, was it? It was Garoppolo or someone like that. It or was even the yeah, Jimmy G, fucking hell, remember him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the other game in the AFC. Uh, and that was probably about as bad a beating as you can oh, see. God, yeah. Playoff game. Um, Didn't get any better. Uh, it, was, it was horrendous. Um, easy day for Pittsburgh. Uh, oh, is it going to be tougher this week? And, and what happened to that? Uh, my, what happened to J-Train, man? What happened to Miami? That Where, was where's disgusting he from? to watch. When, when you're... Yeah. Ah, London board. Uh, when when you're already about 20 points down after 10 minutes, your running game isn't going to get as much action as it would under normal circumstances. He, he didn't, I mean, they didn't have a prayer. Pittsburgh had beaten them in the first quarter. That game was over. It was eight minutes. I actually minutes. don't think Miami did too bad after that, but it was just, just Antonio Brown twice, bang, left bell. I didn't realise that was Antonio Brown's first postseason touchdowns. I had no idea about that, but fair play to him. Finally got one. So we we mentioned last week that we thought that the game plan for Miami would be to to run the ball, control the clock, keep the score down. That was out of the window within eight minutes, eight minutes. and the game was yeah, over. Exactly. And yeah. Matt Moore's not going to Matt Moore's not going to do enough. Certainly not when he gets absolutely smashed Woo! by Bud Dupree. That, that hit that hit would have killed that hit would have killed me. I would not, I would not a penalty dead. though. Not a penalty. No, I meant, not okay. a penalty. The NFL are investigating, aren't they, for the ch- hit on the chin? But I thought it was perfectly legal. What's he got? I, I, listen, I'm I'm not uh, I am no uh, I am no defender of the defense. However, the game is a physical game. At some point, you know, we, you got to let man tackle. What I don't, I legitimately I don't think that's a penalty. I don't see what else he's meant to do. Guys, he's not trying to. I don't think he's trying to crown him. I think he's trying to lower his shoulder. And Matt Moore's huddling up. It was unfortunate. Fair Is it one of those unnecessary roughness? It's the unnecessary word that the guy's that goes got the in, ball. The guy's got the ball in his hand, and the linebackers come and smashed him. What's unnecessary about that? I think it's fair enough. Lit up, but bloody hell, mate! It didn't look. It didn't look comfortable. How on, <laughs> no, how on, no. how on earth did he only miss one play? Well, that's Absolutely. what they're. That's what I they're would investigating. Still, I would still be in hospital yeah. now. That's what they're investigating the concussion protocol yeah. and what how they evaluated that he was okay after that hit after one player. To be fair, you know you don't necessarily always get hurt by those big thunderous hits. Um, often it's the innocuous ones that end up putting you out for six months. But that didn't look wow. It didn't look nice. If you haven't seen it, have a look. I'm sure one of us will put it up on Twitter if we haven't already. Um, but disgusting. So. Fuck Miami. Obviously, they're out anyway. And, I, you know, I won't cry for them. Unlucky Martin. Um, <laughs> Pittsburgh Pittsburgh at Dougie's Chiefs. Uh, how, how are we seeing that one? What are we, what are we calling? Unfortunately for me, I'm, I'm going to call it a, a Steelers win. And here's why. Only three times this season have they scored less than 23 points. Which is enough to beat the Chiefs on most occasions. 
You know, they're, <laughs> we're, we're not the, the highest scoring of teams, although, you know, we've put up decent numbers. But I just think that team's got too much offense for us. And if they click, you know, unfortunately, I, th- I think they'll, they'll win. I'm going the other way. And despite looking at that Pittsburgh performance and thinking they're going to be unstoppable, um, my gut wants to say, that, <clears throat> excuse me, my gut wants to say that the Steelers are, are going to beat the Chiefs, but I'm actually going to learn a little bit from countless other games we've seen from the Chiefs over the last couple of years where you think they don't match up favorably and you look at their opposition and you think they've got much more firepower, but the Chiefs just keep getting it done. They're at Arrowhead as well. And so for that, I'm, I'm sticking with the Chiefs. It doesn't quite sit right somehow, but, but they're going to get it done. I, I, it's, it's such a difficult one to call. I think there's a fascinating game going into it. I thought um, I, I fancy the chiefs just because they find a way to win football matches. Um, home field advantage plays a big difference. And it's got to an arrow ahead as well. Oh, I don't know. I, I, there's a bit of me that still fancies the chiefs to get this one done here, but oh, it's tough to call really, really difficult. I think the, 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 um, I can't for the fuck me. remember the name of it. Betting, Spread the spread is like one <laughs> one and a half points, one and a half yeah, points in favour of the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, it's not much at all. Um, close game, tough one to call that. It'll all come down to uh, how well the Chiefs can establish their run game. Because if yeah. if the if if the Steelers bottle that up, then I don't think we can hang with them in a in a shootout. See, now I think the key here is Houston's um, Houston Kansas City's. Uh, ability to to stop the run. Um, I don't think you... It, listen, Antonio Brown's going to get loose. There's, there's, I, I just think it's hard-ass for anyone to shut that man out all day. So you're going to give up a touchdown or two in the air, if not to Antonio Brown, because he's got double and triple coverage. If Lev Bell gets going as well, then it's a long night for Kansas. If um, that Kansas City defence can can bottle that up a little bit, make it really difficult for Bell. make it, you know, his, his key is his patience. It's not, he's obviously quick. He's very quick and explosive, but he's got the ability to just let those blocks set up. If, if, if uh, Kansas can disrupt that and make Ben keep chucking it down the field, I don't see why there's no, you know, could be a 21, 17 Kansas city. It's going to be Literally. a better game than any of the four we've just seen. I know that much. It's Literally a coin flip this game, Manny. Mouth-watering to me. The last playoff game the Chiefs had at home was against the Ravens. Pretty much a similar similar sort of scenario. And the Ravens handed us our buttocks on a silver platter. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know, Dougie's the cheery type. <laughs> let's, uh, let's have a little flick over to the uh, NFC. Um... Again, pretty pretty straightforward game, unfortunately. Uh, let's talk Hawks. Um, Seattle got the win pretty comfortably in the end against Detroit. Um, kind of summed up the weekend for me. Just a bang average game. And uh, certainly more excited. Looking forward to Seattle-Atlanta. But um, anything anything struck you in that Seattle game against Detroit? 
standout thing for me was that um, finally, and Doug would be delighted that Thomas Rules finally got going and looked like the player that people thought he was going to be going into the season and hasn't done it. But he was phenomenal. Even in the even during the game, like first and second quarter were pretty bang average, but he was incredible. Um, I thought that, you know, him finding his feet gives them a fighting chance going into the next round. And with when Tyler Lockett went down, you kind of thought that um, Seattle were going to struggle a couple of weeks ago. But then this guy, Paul Robinson, um, Paul Richardson, sorry, comes up, catches one of the best balls I've ever seen in my entire life. Fair enough, it might have been a face mask penalty. But if that's a, if that's Odell Beckham, people are talking about that as being one of the greatest things they've ever seen. I thought as a catch, incredible. I'm with you. Why aren't people talking about that? Yeah, mm. that was that was That's unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't see it, uh, you know, it, it, they're back a corner of the end zone, and a defender, it, literally directly in front of him, somehow he's found his left arm Wrapped in front of the guy, and yeah. hang on to it, it as well. Is- it was, it was unbelievable. You're right. You're, you're if, right. If, that, if that's a big name, they're talking about it, and it's still. But it's like, you know, because it's because it's Paul Richardson and it's like, oh, fair enough. And he did it twice in the game. He, he was. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. He made some big plays. He made some yeah. big plays. Incredible. And if he if he can keep if he can keep balling and Thomas Rawls can keep going, um, you know, I, I've predicted the Falcons to go to the Super Bowl. But this gives this gives the Seahawks a chance, I think. So talking about giving them a chance, you fancy them in. Sorry, does someone want to say something about. When they're not going to be in the same place, Doug, the boxes, they're going to look different on mine. <laughs> You're just pointing up at my ceiling there, Doug. <laughs> I thought, Adam, Adam, didn't you want to say something? Want a point on the, the Seattle-Detroit game? I did, wherever I am. Um, Craig's on the left for me, by the way, if you're interested. Um, <laughs> you're all above me. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say that Atlanta at home, uh, about 20 times the opposition than Detroit are in Seattle. And yeah. I think that's that's what we're going to see. Um, yes, the, the Seahawks are a weird one because every time you think they look decent, they then throw in that, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, that like that game at Tampa where they just couldn't get anything going. And you, like, yet they beat the Patriots in Foxborough. So, I mean, we don't know, don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going, I mean, I'm going with the Falcons in the, in that game, but I mean, who knows? Just uh, very quickly on Detroit. Oh, sorry, Doug. Did you want to say something? No, all I was going to say was, um, look, we're hoping for a better game, a better round of fixtures this time. But you look at all the games, and they could all be over by halftime. Patriots could well be dominating the the Texans. It's sad for me to say it, but the Steelers could be dominating the Chiefs, and if the Falcons are on, they could be dominating the uh, Seahawks because I don't think the Seahawks, again, have got the firepower to keep up the Falcons. So you could be looking at a few more games that are going to be done by halftime. Don't don't upset me, Doug. Potentially. Before we move on to the other NFC, I'm just going to tell you, I quickly fact-checked the (laughs) 25,000 yards and it is Matthew Stafford. He did it in 90 games, which is two games before Dad Marino. Yeah, but you so, didn't. So that wasn't the question. The question say, was who was, who was the, the first. Quickest. You said he was the first. Okay, so that makes him the. That so makes the answer would have been Johnny Unitas or something. Yeah, yeah it wouldn't be the first. <laughs> and to I think Mark didn't you say Dan Marino? That's what you asked. I said quickest too. Or oh, maybe. But, and I think Mark even said Dan Marino. So. 
Yeah, the first to it, the, the, sorry, the quickest to it is Stafford, not Marino. Yeah, you it's didn't Stafford. ask that. You didn't ask that. That wasn't uh, the question. I don't know. Whilst he was the first QB to get to 25,000 yards. Is that why I asked? That is literally yeah. not even what's written on the screen. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Those poor listeners who are just hoping that we've drawn the line under all that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I've already tweeted it out. Don't just wait till you listen to the quiz. Just wait till you listen to the quiz. Hashtag car crash. <laughs> so let's talk about let's talk about the last game. Uh, well, there is, the... there is, of course, the possibility that the finished product has no quiz. <laughs> well, we can, o- we can only hope, Adam. <laughs> no, actually, Dougie's leaving it in. He won. Yeah, there's no oh, way yeah, that yeah, shit's true. getting edited. <laughs> <laughs> so, to the other game in the a- NFC, um, and certainly the game of the weekend, probably for me, um, yeah. there were there were some moments of intrigue, and I would ask, did anyone have any concerns? We all, I think we all picked Green Bay unanimously going into this one. Um, did anyone have any concerns? Um, as we was got, when they went for the fourth, uh, I thought it was the second, but I think Adam, you've corrected me and said it was probably in the third quarter. So that, that decision to go for it on fourth down, uh, and not getting it. How do we feel? Were we worried? Well, uh, no, no, I like going for it on fourth down in the playoffs. If you don't win, you go home. So why not? Um, not I was, good. I was, getting ready for the long haul on that game and staying up until God knows when to watch the end of it until six seconds from the end of the first half when Aaron Rodgers pulled something out of uh, the very base of his rectum um, and and put the game on ice there and then and at that point I I tweeted out game over I'm off to bed and and off I went I mean, Aaron Rodgers certainly did, you know, Aaron Rodgers things, and we, and I, maybe it's a good point, place to start before we talk about the game. Particularly, we touched on it briefly last week. <clears throat> I made it very clear my love for Aaron Rodgers. Um, there was parts in that game where the man looked like he was on ice. It's, it's unbelievable, and so it's a serious question. We kind of jested about it last week. Uh, you know, have you seen a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers? Is there is there better when he's playing well? Is there better? Tom Brady. Fuck off, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Montana. Oh no! I think I think the thing with Rogers in this game, yeah, he was he was amazing, but he had the time to be amazing. There was I think there was at one point that Whoa, offensive line gave him, him. There was there step was one up, there was at one point that back. offensive line time. gave him eleven seconds because to of his the feet. Ball. That's not the O line. Listen, uh, the O line was nah, amazing. No, no, no. Go game. back and watch that particular. I will. Play. I, I, I have about. watched it many times. I'm a big I'm a big O line fan. I think uh, you know you've got to shout the O line, but there's a part in that anyone can give him ten seconds. The man is. It's like, it's like it is the standard rule. Standard rule is a quarterback has got three seconds to chuck the ball. He got eleven seconds. He's, he's not he doing looked, that by he, himself. No, unless he legs it ten hundred yards the other but way, was, he's was, not getting eleven seconds. That His was a massive line. Gave that him was, that time. That was Matador and the bull. That guy was sliding up, sliding right, sliding back, sliding left. The the lineman had the opportunity to make three blocks. How do you get a chance to make three blocks? Because he keeps moving. You can't just... Oh, yes, the O-line did well, but nah, yeah, mate. But more, it's, it's all O-line, all O-line. Ah, fuck that. It's fuck <laughs> you, man. He <laughs> 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 was unbelievable. As an independent arbitrator, Craig has shouted the loudest and therefore wins. I think he Adam wins. wants to come <laughs> in. <laughs> I, I'm politely waiting. I, it's a first, well, One thing, it's the first time I've seen or heard that kind of lively discussion without Dougie being involved on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so so that was a that was a 
momentous moment. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers, to weigh in on that, he constantly looks like he's about to be sacked. Like he, as you're watching him and it just looked like there's a defensive end chasing him one way, chasing him the other. Yeah, his O-line's doing a lot of it, but he is, he is just evading it. Evade, he just knows where to, where to be to not get sacked. Aaron and just find, yeah, yeah. There was a quarterback uh, that played I, for there the... Was a, there was a quarterback that played for the Cambridge Cats and Martin when he comes back with a test. When Tommy Durkin used to... Used to uh, uh, he used to do some things in the pocket that were just absolutely outrageous. He used to there'd be a defensive end coming towards him and just stamp on the floor, and the defensive end would just be nowhere near him. All of a sudden, it was weird, and and that you know it was like that, but at the ultimate level, it was it <laughs> yes. was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I tell you what, I, I would just like to see how well Aaron Rodgers did. And if he gets 11 seconds, so they came behind the Vikings, yeah, stood behind the Vikings <laughs> defensive line last year, there's no chance he's getting that amount of time. Aaron Rodgers, he he's, he's very, Aaron, very good. But that offense, in, in this game especially, the O line afforded him the time to find like the, the receiver. In this game especially, no way. Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback when under pressure. And we're back again. This, yeah. this is not. This is not. This is not the game to to. To game, game, ball in, game ball in this, this game is, goes to the O line. No, it. don't get me wrong. No, they're both good. They're both Qu- good. Quarterbacks, quarterbacks get all the glory all the time, and when it's when they're good, it's their fault, and when they lose, it's their fault. However, this is a game where we saw. I I believe you know the NFL love to grandiose individual performances. It's a shame that the game wasn't closer because if had it been, we would look at this performance from a quarterback and argue whether it was one of the greatest of all time. There was a play, um, a touchdown pass to Adams, where again, looks dead to the right, three yards behind the line. He rolls out, quarterback's going to nail him in his mouth and he sidearms it like a bullet touchdown. I mean, watching him move, the feet in constant motion, his head going through reads two and three times and still finding a reception. Uh, Tom Brady can't do that on his best day, mate. Fuck Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers is the gold standard of the NFL quarterback. One ring. He's, 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 he's certainly, yeah, he's, he's, he's a brilliant quarterback and is in this has, game, his O-line won in the game. He has too many days off. That's his problem. Well, talking about days off, from one superstar to another. Um, <laughs> good, well, we, good. Well played. <laughs> we, uh, we've got on the other side of the ball, uh, New York Giants. Um, disappointing. How many, I mean, I don't know how many passes um, Odell Beckham Jr. dropped that game. I mean... And, and it, you, you, you're talking about... And you're talking about days off. I think that was the big story, wasn't it? About how, like, and I don't give a fuck where he goes on his day off, but there was such a big deal made about this trip that he went on to Miami in his day off. Did you hear what um, Eli well, said about it's that? Not, it's not did, a big did, deal. It's did, not you hear big what, deal. did you hear what Eli said about that? Well, if he's going to, if he's going to do it, back it up. No, he said, he said, what I didn't understand was they all had shirts off, but no, but all had long pants. <laughs> <laughs> It's only it's it's not a problem. He only had seventy miles to make the trip from New York to Green Bay. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> he had it, what was strange about this one is that in the first half, the Giants actually I thought looked pretty good. They just couldn't get it in the end zone. They had two big drops in the first quarter with Beckham and Shepard. And for whatever reason, they just didn't click offensively, never got it going. And um, well, it could catch just, us all. Yeah, exactly, exactly right, exactly right. And um, yeah, yeah. Pissed. Their only touchdown was off 
the the drive came from that fourth and inches that they didn't get. Yeah. That was their only touchdown in the game. Yeah. So moving, looking and, forward, and in, and in the playoffs, you've got to make those plays. You've got to make them. Absolutely, you've got to make. And it, well, it's not even. And you know, like you said, it's a couple of drops in the first half, which were, were big first downs, really hurt hurt the Giants. Um, looking forward to possibly the game of this weekend. Uh, Green Bay, Dallas. Now I am very excited for this one. I, I, I can't. I personally cannot wait. I think this is. These are the, these two teams probably have all of my favorite current NFL players between the two of them. Um, and I, I still like Dallas. Uh, thoughts on that game? You wonder how big if he doesn't play the Jordy Nelson injury might be if he has broken two or three ribs or whatever it is. I've broken a couple of ribs playing football. And my God, there's no way I could have played um, a game of. American football the weekend following. If he you can, the drugs he's not, no, that's well, yeah, <laughs> I know, but my word. Uh, and surely if he plays, he's not going to be 100%. That's got to make a big difference. I, I don't think, I mean, we he missed almost all of last season with a cruciate ligament injury, didn't he? And I'm less concerned about the impact of, of him more, if, more if he missing the game touchdowns. or whatever. More touchdowns yeah. than any other wide receiver during the regular season. That's That's a miss, regardless. Yeah, but he look how look how Green Bay ended up winning the game on Sunday without him. He'd been knocked out of the game early. They scored almost all of their points after he'd after he'd left the game. They've got other receivers that are more than capable. And Aaron Rodgers knows how to find them. I'm not I don't think his injury is as big a deal as it's been made out. The thing that I think that the Giant, uh, that the Cowboys have got over the Giants is that they will have a running game that works. And they'll be able to control the clock, which is what they've done against teams all season. So it puts more of a uh, a premium on on every drive that the Packers have, and the the Dallas defense, I think, will have enough to be able to to keep the the offense honest and well, that's, make that's a game where of they it. Don't, that's where they don't stack up against the Giants. If you're comparing them, is their defense? I don't think and the I, Giants are much improved, and look how Green Bay ran all over them in the second half. The Cowboys should be easier to score points on. Well, I think here's, and this is the key for me, this game, the, the big one, I think there's massive pluses um, everywhere. I think the running game, Zeke Elliott's going to be massive. Um, Aaron Rodgers, that pass rusher, Dallas Cowboys, ain't touching Aaron Rodgers. I'm telling you that now. It's because the O-line's so good. <laughs> the question, the big plus for Dallas is it looks like they're going to get Claiborne back. And so if they can improve that secondary with the loss of Jordy Nelson, um, I think you're only really looking at if you can shut down the big outside threat and whether they that's Adams or they move um, Cobb around, I think that that's the key. If they're able to just limit it and like you mentioned, Dougie, take time off the clock, unplug that ball and keep... Rodgers on the sidelines, I think Dallas take it. If they get into a shootout um, and somehow Green Bay manage to stop Ezekiel Elliott, which I also don't see happening, uh, I, 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 still, I, I still fancy I fancy the Cowboys. Another bowl call that I've got for this weekend is that um, our friend Mr. Dat Prescott throws a couple of early interceptions and Romo's in by the third quarter. No way. <laughs> Hasn't happened all year. Not going to happen now. They mate. haven't been no, down I by multiple touchdowns in a playoff game. Never, ever, 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 ever. The guy won't make those type of mistakes. 
this is this is something that I've been thinking about here. Is is momentum seems to always make a difference in the playoffs and teams oh, that come oh, in. Oh, that hot. man, Mo, Mo, Mento. <laughs> yeah, that guy. The same joke they make on Sky Sports every fucking week. Sorry, sorry, man. Sorry. It's the headline. You're looking at it now, and Packers are coming in hot. They're in form. They've they've got a bit of verve about them. They're looking good. Conversely, you've got the Cowboys who admittedly have had a, a, a week's rest, but they've had a week's rest. They took the last week of the regular season off as well. They're coming into it cold. They've had, it's been a couple of weeks since they played as well as they had been playing. Um, I wonder if that momentum helps the Packers a little bit in this game. We shall see. It will be a big game. Uh, I, lo- I think given how bad um, wildcard weekend was, I think we've got a lock. I think that game's going to be a good one. I think we can all look forward to enjoying that. No stress. How are um, how are your brackets looking, boys? We did brackets last week. I think pretty much everyone had yeah. the same teams and we're all in the same position. Am I right in thinking that? But someone yeah. went the Lions. Did someone I, the fancied, Lions I fancied the Lions, but I think, oh, yeah, I, 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 do, I, think I said the Seahawks in the end, didn't I? No, no, no. You didn't. No, you did go no, Lions. Not. Okay. Very, very much you said that. <laughs> so... Right. Doug's bracket is bust. How are we looking for the, for the rest of them? I, I don't need to amend mine. I'm fine. Yeah. Everyone went home teams other than Doug, I think. Yeah. And if I'd have won, you'd have all looked stupid. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Uh, so general NFL chit-chat, a lot of, um, maybe a few minutes, just just uh, acknowledging a lot of change, um, different places. Um, we got a change of head coach at Jags. Um, Marone going in there at head coach but also a tricky one about this is they've they've also taken on Tom Coughlin um, a VP of uh, football operations which I think is a tricky move I don't, you don't want a legendary coach as your boss who's, and you're the head coach and he, and he interviewed for the head coach's job didn't get it but got the VP of football operations and wanted to be a coach he didn't yeah, want to leave what, wants the head coach yeah bizarre one I think it's a good. I think it's, I quite like the setup. Actually, I don't like Marone after his history with the Bills, where he decided to fuck off after a year. But um, I, I don't actually mind the setup that they've got there too much. I think Coughlin going back to the Jags um, can make a big difference. But I can see it being a bit of a car crash for the first little bit. Marone gets the boot, and Coughlin becomes head coach within a year. How yeah. how old's Coughlin? He's in his three hundred and fifty-five or something like that. Yeah. This this is what I don't get. I don't. I, I kind of thought he, when he left the Giants, that would be it for him. He'd just sail off into the sunset. I mean, what else does he does he have to prove? I mean, maybe some people would just have that in them that they can't let go and they can't, you know, until until they drop dead, they're just going to keep keep coaching and keep pounding on or whatever. But you know, Is Dick Lebeau's at Tennessee and at the age of ninety six, uh, the defensive coordinator. So yeah, maybe he's got life left in him, but I don't know. I find it a bit strange, maybe especially bit, going back maybe, somewhere he's been. Maybe it's a bit like the Alex Ferguson wife situation where she, where she said to him, the fuck you think you're doing retiring? Get out of here. Go back to work. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> she said, sent him packing. So as well as that, uh, as well as the change uh, at the Jag, there was a, a change in head coach. They've replaced Rex Ryan at your bills, Mark. Thoughts? Yeah, um, they've gone with Sean, um, Sean McDermott, the defensive coordinator from the Carolina Panthers. Didn't know a huge amount about him going into um, going into the off season, but he's clearly impressed the 
the Bills hierarchy a lot because there was a lot of talk that Anthony Lynn, the offensive coordinator, was pretty much a lock for the job. Um, the other guys come in and, and impress them. And the talk is that he's not going to keep Lynn as his offensive coordinator. And they could see Mike McCoy, the ex-Chargers head coach, come in as OC um, in the next couple of days as well. You know, not this season, but season before, Panthers D was pretty incredible. So if he can get going, get this Bills defensive going, going back to a 4-3, I quite like that because they, they'll be more comfortable in that system. Um, we'll see. It can't be any worse than last year. Okay, I think that'll do us for an NFL chat uh, this week. We'll touch base, we'll look at the playoffs next week. We've got a couple of interesting things we want to talk about, um, but we're going to save it for when you don't have football and all you're going to have is us. Just us. <laughs> All right. Um, any other business? I'll kick us off. Now, I saw something on Twitter. I, it riled me. It riled me. It really did. Donald Trump is is a is a is a, is a real life troll. Now, <laughs> we know we know Dougie fits is significant. Let me tell you why it's not, and why does it a problem the man tweeted to millions and millions of people put it in the ether said that it's not okay for abc to have a show called black ish now you guys might not be familiar with the show if you're not and if anyone's at home i highly recommend you watch it um it's a it's a great show it looks at the challenges of raising a black family in america particularly now when times have changed and you trying to encourage people to remember their history but also support them to have solid and fulfilled lives in society today and you know talk about blackness openly which i think is really important great show really good for particularly for america what's going on now this guy comes out and says how can you have a show called blackish can you imagine if there was whatever and you just think you're a fucking idiot. Like, okay, cool. Like, like you, you're clearly been some had some success financially and and whatever. But you are a fucking idiot when you're going out of your way to say dumb shit that has no basis, no information. Like, read a book, talk to somebody who's not a right wing. Nazi, redneck, you know, widen your horizons. Like, you're a fucking clown, and I don't understand why people like him are allowed to talk in public. Like, like you have to have a license to drive a car, but this guy can just say whatever he wants, and he's got an audience of the world. He's a fucking clown. And also, watch Blackish. It's a great show. <laughs> Fair enough. Can't, can't disagree. No. Mark, you want to crack on? So yeah, two two quick moans this week, as as is my uh, way with this thing. So first of, first of all, NFL, sort your fucking Game Pass life out, you bunch of pricks. Don't charge me more this year than when it gets to the playoffs. The first and last game can't be shown on the iPad on Game Pass. You look on Twitter, everyone was having the same problem. Sort it fucking now. Not good enough. Next. And I want, your, I want you boys' help here. This isn't so much a rant, but more of a, I don't know what to do to sort my life out. Bags, bags and well, super. We're the men for you. I know. <laughs> I'm hoping you can come to me. With, help me out with this. Bags in supermarkets. I can't remember a time. I can't remember a time since they started charging for, for bags in supermarkets. I've got to the point where I'm putting my food down on the checkout. And every single time I get there, I put my food down and I think, 
fuck, I've forgotten the bag again. <laughs> Every bastard time this happens to me, how do I get it so that I remember to take a bag into the supermarket? I, I had a system where I had one in my car for a little while, but then I put food in it, took it back in my house, and it wasn't in my car. Next time I went to the supermarket, didn't have a bag again. What do you boys do? Help me out. How do I remember? Because I'm physically, I'm too stupid to remember to take a bag with me. I've got, I've got the answer for this one. I've actually got the answer. It's impossible. And I could say that from experience. <laughs> I I've, literally I've, have a cupboard full of bags, too. which I, I, I add to weekly. Yeah. I've bought nice bags, nice tote bags yeah. and shit to think, oh, I'll remember to use that, but I don't. I'll do exactly that. Put it in the car, then I bring some shit up. I'm, forget to take I'm convinced that the, the value of my house is triple now because of the amount of bags I've got <laughs> in a cupboard in my kitchen from all the ones that I get there and I've spent 5p on every single time I go to the supermarket because I can't remember how to do it. I can, I've, I've got an answer. I've got a better answer. And in my case, it's my lovely wife coming shopping with me who's definitely not stood in earshot. Definitely, definitely not sexist. Definitely not sexist. Bring them in. I, I, she remembers the bags. She's good. She's yeah, good so does mine. So does mine, but I can't, I can't do it. I don't have the gene to remember to bring a bag to a supermarket. I don't have it. What Such can a I, dirty look, by the way. Just, just, <laughs> just buy a bag because fuck the dolphins. I hate them. <laughs> Whoa. Wait a fucking minute. Oh, oh no. no. That, that hits back more. That hits that back more hard on. than the did. Jesus <laughs> Christ, mate. Is there no end to your darkness? Like, <laughs> Adam, you're on. So, so what you're saying is, boys, that I'm fucked. Is that it? Yes, Just buy mate, a bag. Yeah. Stop whinging. <laughs> Ads. Uh, oh, okay. Um, we all have, obviously, certain things that might get us angry. Um, for I'm more than many, for, well, for, I was going to say for for Mark, you just park in his street. Yeah, Craig, just back show again, him, by the way. Show him a picture of Tom Brady. That'll do it. That for Dougie, do. just say good morning. <laughs> <laughs> and with you, you park for, the for shit me, in the street. <laughs> uh, five aside football. I play on a Monday night, and uh, which is fine. I drive half an hour each. To play a 24-minute game. That's all right. I can live with that. I mean, it's the same length both ways. It, the, the journey to Saffron Walden, where I play. Amazing. More, more, more or less, yeah. It's uh, similar to New It's not shorter on the way back, no? No, no. Not. It's, 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 this wasn't, I wasn't going to talk about the journey. But I mean, so I've phased him, haven't I? I've phased him. He's so happy. He's got that in. <laughs> All right, 30, 33 <laughs> minutes there, 31 and a half minutes back. Because you're so that's, pissed that's you go faster. <laughs> uh, um, I, don't, I, I don't even know if I've got it in me to finish this. <laughs> Sorry, is it, does a granny drive past you and flick you the bird at any point? <laughs> not, not this. Right. Um, 24 minute game. So my point is that it's a bit of a journey for, you know, I, I enjoy the games. It's a good bit of exercise, which I need. I don't go to the gym or anything. It's fine. Occasionally, a team will turn up with four players and there'll be a ringer kicking about. Someone else will play. It's a, you know, something that you've got to live with. That's fine. You roll with that. Monday night, our entire opposition didn't turn up. And we've got five, five of us who come from various parts of the surrounding countryside. We've all got longish journeys to get there. And you turn up and there's just five of us and a referee. Hmm. 
get a no, win for your side. That'll be how. That'll be what it's like when the Patriots turn out to play the Texans this week. You are, you, you to, are not wrong. To be fair, Adam, you could go to a more local place. <laughs> Why go to Saffron Walden when you live in like, Hoddesdon? Like, yeah, the it's more down to the other members of the team right. who also have long journeys. They also have long journeys, not from here necessarily. Are they travelling from Scotland? I don't One understand. <laughs> Also, what version of Five Aside are you playing? That's only twenty-four minutes long. Oh, that's enough. Trust me. I play Five Aside. <laughs> it's an hour. I'm knackered by the end of it. Twenty-four minutes. Oh. <laughs> that's not gone well for you, has I it? Adam? Think I've, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've taken gone well at all. Doug, take us home. <laughs> uh, two things uh, on on the same on the same uh, sort of uh, note as Mark. NFL, sort your Xbox Game Pass app out. Stop logging me out. It's not that difficult. All I want to do is watch some freaking football without having to enter my password. Or even worst case scenario, just put in a remember my password so I don't have to do it every yeah. five minutes. That would be the best iPads, thing. The, iPad's the same. Every time I go on, it's asking me to log in. Yeah. Every single time. And uh, cheers a lot, Xbox support, for your loads of emails and, and help and, in resolving that issue. No. They didn't respond, did they? Uh, no. Um, secondly, <laughs> this this is um, <laughs> this is kind of freaking out in front of his computer. Mate, my around. Xbox nearly went through the window. I need I nearly needed a new window, a new Xbox, and, um, but and yeah, then a new missus. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing is, I've watched this little like I don't usually keep up. Like you hear these things, like you know when something goes viral on the internet and it ends up on the BBC website, and by that time it's not viral anymore. So you've probably <laughs> you've probably already heard all of this stuff, but I watched well, a little not series. The snooker trick shot. Yeah, no, no, no. I watched oh. a little series on the internet called The Pengist Munch. Oh, What's, don't! What? That's brilliant. Oh, that's brilliant. it is so funny, man. That little dude. Yeah, okay, good. You. I haven't got. <laughs> I haven't got a clue what he's talking about. I don't know what peng means. I don't know what a crep check is. But that dude knows. Uh, and do you know what? I love the drinks he drinks. What the fuck is a Rubicon? I've never drunk a Rubicon What's in my life. Wow. And where do you, you get are... chicken for two ninety nine? I don't understand it. A... I, I got I got a free Rubicon outside the Oval two or three years ago. Yeah, well played. It's a mango drink. L- l- listen, if you're one of the... It's, how it's many... on sale for about £6 a can. I'm not going to How many people one, live but... in the UK? Like 60 million, isn't it? 60 All right, so million. if you're one of the 59 million people that haven't watched the Pengis Munch, pop onto YouTube and have a look. The little fella will make you laugh and he'll brighten your day up a little bit. Uh, how old you're is he? You're one of the 59 million people that haven't tried Ruby. You should. He's 23. He's not a kid. Shut <laughs> up. He looks like he's at school. <laughs> I thought uh, he was like 14. Not see, uh, it's been a wave. See, this because I like the trainers. He's part of like one of the... He was part of a few of the sneaker and clothes groups. He's been building that thing for a while. It's actually, it's really good, really innovative, funny fucking guy. Uh, had a really, if you haven't seen his interview on ITV, check that out, which is hilarious. <laughs> itself. The guy's brilliant. He's at, he's just getting a little bit of recognition now. Yeah, hence yeah. why. Uh, I'm, I've just uh, looked, I've just looked him up. If that guy's 23, then I'm 80. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but he's, 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 really, he's actually, as a talented man, really good, done a great job building it up. And pleased to brilliant. see that. That white suburbia has even found the Pegasus Munch. I didn't even have to talk about it. I didn't have to offer the urban slant this week. <laughs> new ground. I was even saying it to my daughter this morning. She was going. She was. She gave me a picture that she'd done at nursery, and I went, "Oh, that's well, Pengins." 
<laughs> it's a work in progress, guys. It's a work in progress. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> Listen, before we sign out, let me remind you, check us out. Long Snap Pod on Twitter. Uh, we'll run through the handles. Mark. This is Sparky S. D- Doug. It's not racist. Chinese underscore Lensman. Probably racist. Adam. <laughs> You can get me at Edmunds162. Listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes. We also have a Facebook page. Do a review and stuff. Talk about it. Uh, Yeah. Before you go, before you go, um, we've got, we should quickly mention, we had a playoff challenge group that would have more than the eight or nine people that we have in it if we'd actually mentioned it on the podcast which we didn't and it's probably too late now for people to join maybe maybe if you've already got a team you can you can join other groups i'm join not sure group. but mm. yeah friend come, friend, come friend of the show and my host of the other podcast i do that i commit pedultery with you guys on um yeah. all over russ currently absolutely <laughs> hosing up on our league well he, he yeah but he there are players who haven't scored any points but his team is all totally. Steelers and packers so he, he might be fine yeah, might be. Let's uh, let's get him on next so, week and see what, how it's going, and uh, we'll, week two gives us a better a better a better picture. Yeah. Uh, hour and a half, been good fun. Nice one, boys. That's, cheers, cheers, fellas. See you later. <laughs>